All right, Mitch, you ready for another five-minute post-game show, courtesy of post-game pints? Canadians victorious over the Winnipeg Jets, one nothing in game two. You ready to go? I am uh, ready, Sean. I hope you're ready. Let's start that clock. I'm going to be ready and uh, tee things up with my LeBras beer. That's the noise I want to hear. All right, so how do they do it tonight, Mitch? Well, they did it uh, pretty simply by playing very structured and well defensively, getting a couple timely saves uh, by Carey Price, remaining in their structure, and capitalizing on a chance uh, shorthanded. Uh, the recipe wasn't very complicated uh, tonight for the Canadians. And I don't care about style points. It's the playoffs. And the only thing that really matters is wins and losses. And tonight, they got a win. And they're up 2 nothing in their series with the Winnipeg Jets. They seem so comfortable with what they are being asked to do. And, they, and everybody's playing the role. And you heard them speak about it. That's what stood out to me after the game. Is the way that the players spoke about the role and saying, we're kind of using it as a unit and you can look forward and look past the Canadians still can't have, can't look past the Winnipeg Jets. They're in control right now in this series, but their system right now is putting the Jets to sleep and it's really not working well. And, and let's just a quick word on the Jets, Mitch. That was a team that looked uninspired and, and maybe it's a credit to the Canadians, but th to me, they look uninspired. Well, you know, I'm going to go back to a uh, game seven against the Leafs. Everybody said the Leafs look uninspired. And then you have game two, everyone's saying the Jets look uninspired. Maybe the way the Canadians play is just frustrating and not easy to deal with. You look at their back end, Sean, a lot of big bodies on the blue line. Not easy to get to uh, those tough areas on the ice. I think the defense is doing such a good job getting into shooting lanes, especially when you have snipers on the ice like Connor for Winnipeg or Austin Matthews uh, for the Maple Leafs. And then you got a really good goalie where there's not a lot of second chances in front of Carey Price. So yeah, you could say uh, uninspired by Winnipeg, but I'll say, nah, it's all about the way Montreal is playing in front of Carey Price. All right, what about that uh, goal from Tyler Toffoli? Shorthanded, another shorthanded goal from the Canadians. They're living in moments right now. The Paul Byron goal was a moment. The overtime goals were moments. The Gallagher goal uh, was a moment uh, in, in, in for the Canadians. And now I'm looking at this shorthanded goal, a 0-0 hockey game, and he just makes a Tyler Toffoli move. It, it kind of looks like it's a one-on-three. Lekkinen's driving on the outside. He could have dumped it in. He was at the end of his shift, but he saw something and said, I'm going to challenge them, and I'm going to do what Tyler Toffoli does. Lazily come in across the blue line, cut in the middle, take a wrister and score. That's what he does. Typical Toffoli. Typical Toffoli and Sean, uh, a no-risk play, really, because mm -hmm. uh, if, he, if he takes that Sean misses a net, he probably goes uh, off for a line change. Uh, Toffoli is uh, one of uh, only a handful of uh, Canadians uh, that can beat a goalie from uh, that far out. He beats a really good goalie in Hellebuck uh, with that shot. We saw the Canadians during the regular season. They're a team that can produce offensively while shorthanded. Uh, nine shorthanded goals during the regular season in 56 games, and now two uh, in the playoffs after uh, nine games played. So I think other teams and, and the Leafs and Jets have paid for this. you got to watch out because the Canadians will try to strike offensively when down a man. All right. Uh, when's Cole Caulfield going to score? On his next shot. <laughs> uh, you're going to be right eventually on that one. Man, he's close. He looks, he still looks good. And this is not saying that it's, he's not getting the chances. It's just, it's going to come. And I, and I think it might be in another moment. 
I don't think it'll be a throwaway goal. I think it'll be at a very important moment for the Canadians. Because as you can see, Carter Hellebuck was on. Uh, goals are going to be hard to come by in this series. Yes, the Canadians lead 2-0, but this series is far for over in my mind. Yeah, and look, uh, he is a guy who takes a lot of shots. Five shots in a game two. I think sometimes people don't realize how hard it is to get a shot on goal. Uh, a lot of pepper on those shots too. Of course, he's facing NHL goalies right now. You're right about the moment. I can see that happening as well. And hey, we're going to see fans uh, at the Bell Center for games uh, three and four. So no better time to score that first uh, playoff goal when you're doing it in front of the fans on Bell Center ice. What did you think of Lekkanen very quickly? I thought he was fine and uh, did the exact role that Evans was doing. Uh, didn't look out of place, worked hard. And obviously, uh, that's the shutdown line for the Canadians. They played the difficult minutes and the final score is one uh, nothing. So uh, everybody, I think, uh, deserves thumbs up when you look at the Canadians roster top to bottom. Yeah, the uh, the penalty kill did a great job again, and it's really been their bread and butter. And Carey Price, I know we didn't even mention it, 30 saves, gets a shout out, whatever, just in passing. Oh, um. Yeah, ho-hum, Carey Price. That's it for us on the five-minute post-game show. Mitch, it's time for you to go home to open up yourself a LeBron beer. <laughs> uh, cheers. Canadians uh, win the game one nothing. They're up 2-0 in the series, and uh, that's it for us.